Let's talk about Beyond. All right. Go ahead. Go. Hold on. I gotta get your paper real quick because there we ha we've had some uh, questions uh, emailed into us about our show, and I would like to ask you these questions because oh. some of them are focused at you and me. Oh, okay. Um, Bob Cat Daddy One wants to know, which is one oh, of God. our fans. How is it like working with a superstar like Sci-Fi Sean? It's amazing, Randy. It's amazing. That's a great question. It is, Cat Daddy. We love that <laughs> question, <laughs> Cat Daddy. Why didn't we screen these before I didn't you put screen me on camera? Yeah, but you didn't tell me about them. No, that's Jesus. the best part of our show. I got it. So okay. answer the question: What's it like working with a superstar like Sci-Fi Sean? It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because find awesome. Define awesome. I'm learning, even though I watch the J.J. Abrams shows and I like them, it has you putting pressure on me to know more about Star Trek has opened my eyes more and allowed me to understand a little more about Star Trek. So. All right, the next question is for oh, me. It's, uh, oh. it's from uh, uh, Fuzzy Tribble 79 Hey, Fuzzy Tribble. Love They're you, man. Obviously a Star or, Wars man. More than likely. No, Fuzzy Tribble? <laughs> a Tribble's from Star Trek. Oh, track. I thought they were talking about Chewbacca. Sci-Fi Sean, <laughs> what type of underwear do you wear? Oh, God. We're very curious. And I'll tell you this. Right now, none. Right now, none. <laughs> but when I do wear underwear occasionally, it's something unusual that you don't find in everyday life. It has caber patch. His picture. Cu cucumber patch. <laughs> cucumber yeah, patch. and guess where, guess where the pee hole is on cucumber patch on my underwear. Yes! You are correct. <laughs> oh, God. Here's a great one for Randy. Oh, God. From Tauntaun at at 1-1. Uh-oh. That's great. Hey, Tauntaun, what's going on? Thanks for watching our show. Randy. Yes. What is your uh, workout routine? Because you look like a hunk of hunk of man. <laughs> During the coronavirus? No, I'm, this is just this could have come in a couple months ago, as far as I know. And Tauntaun must be a, a female. Yeah, maybe. Because there's Wars a fan. there's an extra added question on here. So, oh, is there? Yeah. Oh, okay. I so, run. what do you do for your workout? I run, I run mainly. I do lift weights and every I once run one. So <laughs> far away, flock of seagulls. <laughs> I'm in a fat guy's running club, and yeah. we run. Yeah. Uh, that's great. You ran over the uh, Sunshine Skyway Bridge. I did. Not too long ago when they did that big run where you killed that guy. I didn't kill him. I heard you did. I thought I was going to die. It was yeah. tough. And here's the, uh, and on a sub question, are you married? I am married. <laughs> we already have talked about this, Ton Ton. He's married to Ashley. And she'll <laughs> beat your ass for asking questions like this. <laughs> and there's one more. Okay. For me or you? It's for me. Oh, thank God. This is from Jedi One-Eye, Bob. Bob, we really appreciate the question. Thanks for watching the show. One-Eye Jedi, that's hilarious. One-Eye Jedi, Bob. Sean, we very rarely see your wife, and we never see Randy's wife. See, he knew that you were married. Yeah. On camera. Why is that? Because you guys are ugly, and we want some females on there. And I agree with you, Bob. 1,000%. The women should be on here, but Ashley is scared someone's going to recognize her on the internet and put two and two together about an, a, a really something that happened to her in her past, and that's why she doesn't come, because she doesn't want to make a visual of it, you know, because let's just say it involved a bank and some guns. <laughs> now, Lori is on the show a lot. And she likes being on camera, and she has a lot of fun with it. But when we're filming these episodes, she's cleaning mm -hmm. the house, what a woman should be doing. 
cleaning the house while men are working. Okay, so, and on that note, Chuk-chak, shaka, chuka, <laughs> Klingons! At the end of this video, I will put Sean and Lori's drinking yeah. videos, because obviously you probably have not seen them. No. And, uh, tag them. Once, uh, yeah. once. We need to do a yeah. couple more of those. Anyway. Yeah, All right, well, here's your script back on your computer that's not plugged in. But thank you uh, for sending in your questions, and please send more questions to us. Um, and you could reach us at... Talking Sci-Fi on YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. Can they email us from those, or do you yeah. have an email Oh, address? yeah, Talking Sci-Fi. This is Talking Sci-Fi talk sci right. at gmail.com. The bug on there. All right, so back to... Beyond. Beyond. Oh, man. All right, I'm going to give you this, and I'm going to record this, and it's going to be recorded on camera. Star Trek Beyond was okay in my book. Right. It was more like the movie versions of the original Star Trek. Now, I forget what the date was. It was I think it was released on the 50th anniversary of the original Star Trek. Okay. Oh, movie. really? Yes, okay. Close to it, but they were trying to play off of that. If you remember the posters and find it and put the poster up here, yeah, and then I, I want you to and then I want you to find the poster of um, Star Trek the motion picture the boring one you hate where they're right. flying for 30 minutes with music yeah. and impose the one now it's the ones with the faces okay it's got uh, what's her name the little black and white gal that uh, is in a lot of movies you ever seen uh, the Kingsman yeah she was the chick with the bladed feet oh, was oh working okay with the, yeah this is bullshit. What's his name? <laughs> What's it? This is bullshit. You talk to the list. Is, the bad guy is the motion picture the one that has the gay pride flag on it. I think so. Okay. Because they all streak that much. You put those two posters side by side, do it, and you'll see the similarities. They were doing a playoff on it, and there was a lot of links to Star Trek: The Motion Picture. And I know you hated it; it was boring to you and all that. But when they went to the Yorktown, the big uh, snow globe in outer space, yeah. which was totally ridiculous. For Star Trek original, because even the original Star Trek, we all know what the space station is looking like. Put up a picture of uh, the K-7 space station. Okay. It's from Trouble with Tribbles. And then put the Yorktown picture oh, beside it. Oh, big different. It. Yeah, I yeah. know what you're talking about. It's like about. a whole planet, and there's monorails running all over, and there's you walk up to a, a phone booth, and it transports you, and all blah, 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 blah. I, what I like about that, though, is that it's uh, you could be walking on the bottom side mm -hmm. and be upside down, but because and that's of great, gravity. But make another movie about it Yeah, after Voyager. You. I got you. Well, they have technology like that. Because right. original Star Trek did not have technology Right, like I got you. So we're in Yorktown. A vessel shows up. An escape pod. All right. You get Kalara. Ahead. i gotta, I got to finish my okay. link to original Star oh, Trek okay. real quick. Then we'll go to Because I'm with you. Because I, I, that was the last one we watched. Right. The Admiral's there. She calls Kirk in. She says, I see your request. He goes, we're at the end of our five-year mission. He goes, uh, I want to be an Admiral now. And he's going. To, he's putting in his application to be an admiral, and right. they want to put him in charge of the Yorktown station. And, and he goes Spock, and too. Spock, and no, they don't know it. No, Spock. Kirk says that he would hope that uh, Spock would, um, what's the word, uh, follow him and, and, and take captain, his place. And right. Take his place, which happened in the original. That actually happened in Star Trek Two, but it was bridged between Star Trek the Motion Picture and Star Trek right. Two. Yeah, but wasn't Spock uh, going to leave also and go back to the academy? Um, that's what he didn't tell, and that's what they talked about. Oh, okay. You know, All right. so, um, and that's also the movie that got filmed where the kid that played uh, Chekhov got run over by his own Jeep yep. that and died, and he finished the movie. Yeah. They had that big prelude about drinking the right. whiskey with him, and I'm like, oh, yeah. I thought Chekhov would be a vodka guy, and he goes, this whiskey's great. That was cool. 
So he goes to the Admiral and she says, I'll keep it on notice after this or whatever. We're getting a little wind, I'm sorry. Um, but the uniforms I had were the white uniforms from the motion picture. Right. So anyway, ship comes out of nowhere, distress call, it's an escape pod. She's sucking them in, um, which is, goes to a big story arc, which I do not agree with. Um, the main bad guy, Krill. Krill. Krill, yeah. Um, why the hell did they not explain why he was a human in the Enterprise where they had the, uh, what's the name of the ship they found? Franklin. The Franklin. And now he's this monster. Oh. Yeah, I saw you. That was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> Keeping up with it, Randy. I like it. And then he turns into this vampire monster. Where, where was that? They didn't explain that. They just wanted you to assume this guy's a monster. Now there's an ant on me. Right. That didn't bother you? No, I, I loved it. It were, wasn't the Franklin actually flying under through water in the Yorktown in the final scene. Yes, it was. So that's two of these three Abrams that has put that made a starship ships, a submarine. Submarine, yeah. Okay. And I, God, I love that aspect of it. But it, oh, and another thing too. When I first originally watched them, when they separate, yeah, the, uh, saucer section. I didn't know when that ship, could happen. When the, yes, that's always been able to right, happen. Right, yeah, I didn't realize I that. thought you and Ashley were watching Next Generation. They're all about taking the saucer section off. We were, but we're just, we're, when we're able to sit down together, then, so we only get to watch it every so often. Two or three you. shows a month I or whatever. So. All right, so in original Star Trek, there's an episode called The Apple. Let me make mm -hmm. sure it's The Apple. Yes, they put some sort of heat beam. And Kirk calls up to Scott and he goes, I don't care if you have to break the hot primary hole and separate it from the saucer section, but get my ship out of there. So that's the only time in the original Star Trek All right. they talk about separate the saucer yeah. section. So they tip their hat to the original Star Trek a little bit right. by that. When, And that's another thing I hate about these J.J. Abrams Star Treks. Every uh, movie they blow the Enterprise up. Yeah, they did. And that's bullshit. I love it. The though. Enterprise is like a crew member. Yeah. You know? And the, uh, Beyond, when they were trying to sneak up on Earth and get to Nero and they warp into like the gas cloud of uh, Jupiter and the ship comes up out of the cloud. I thought oh, that was fantastic. Let me ask you this. I've heard you say in the past that you don't like motorcycles being in the J.J. Abrams. But right. to me, one of the best scenes is when they are trying to take over Krill's, Krill's. Kr yeah, right, whatever compound. those are, compound. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, um, I mean, it did feel like Triple X. It did feel like Fast and the Furious, but I think it fit with the movie, especially later when they get into the Beastie Boys and the whole idea of using high-frequency rock and roll. I would so have been glad if they would have used a different Beastie Boys song. You don't like Sabotage? No, I love Sabotage, love Sabotage, but they use it, quit beating it up. I got you. Because obviously Kirk was a uh, Beastie Boys fan. What about Brass Monkey? Would that have worked? Uh, I was thinking uh, <laughs> No Sleep Till Brooklyn. Uh, or, exactly. You know, oh, that would have been great. Yes. Uh, what is it? you got a right to fight the Free party. party. Yeah. That would have been a really good one. <laughs> but I understand because it fit with the <laughs> Yeah. You know. But yeah. Okay. So let me go with this motorcycle thing. So there's no motorized vehicles. No boat. No light, no yeah, motor but, but, car, yeah, but not a single luxury. When he sees it, he realizes, oh my God, that's an antique. Yes. And it was on the Franklin. Why? Was it on the Franklin? Is that what they said? Yeah, yes. And he was like, Captain Kurt was like, he knew the number and what type of motorcycle it was because of, in in Star Trek 2009, 
he rode bikes. He rode. I mean, he drove a car off a cliff to, for rebellion. Yep. So there was mm -hmm. a lot of antique stuff in his life. So for him to see the motorcycle, know what it was, know how to ride it because he had already rode a bike in 2009. Right. I thought it all played well. And that's great. And again, like we're saying, the newer reboot Star Trek's the JJ, the Kelvin timeline is for younger people. Fast and the Furious. Yep. Um, but. And you've watched, and we'll get into this in our next podcast, yep. uh, Star Trek uh, Nemesis. Mm -hmm. What do they drive on the planet looking for the pieces of data? That Mad Max scene it was is, an Argo. One, is one of my favorite scenes of those four movies. Right. Now, it's my least favorite four movie, but we'll get into that. That's fine. But anyway, they had a motorized vehicle there. Right. And that's what prompted me to, for me and my wife to buy the side-by-side. -side. We oh. call it the Argo, but we'll oh. get into that in another podcast. Mm -hmm. Have you ever found E4 while riding around? E4? You mean B4. Oh, is it B4? Yes, because he's before Data. And oh, it sounded like E4. Again, we'll get into that in a few oh, minutes. Oh, okay. So, yes, I understand. They were using it for the action scene and him, you know, uh, what's-her-name, making it look like a hologram and all the different motorcycles and oh, all that crap. Oh, man. A lot of good scenes. And like I said, Beyond is my favorite out of those three movies. Okay. And I use the word favorite very lightly. So, because I don't like any of the reboot movies at all. Um, I would rate Star Trek Beyond, I'd give it a, out of ten, I would give it a four and a half. God. That's, I, this blows my mind. And the half is for the little bit of stuff that I personally liked about it. Right. Why does that blow your mind? You know that I'm a Star Trek originalist. No, I understand that, but I just... I, I don't know. There just seems like some good stuff comes out of those movies. I mean, I like how he's born. I mean, out of all three of them. Okay, let's take Kurt. Kurt being born as a fight's going on. Then him coming back to save the crew when Captain Pike, because he was like, the last time that we had this sign is when my dad died. Right. Okay. The lightning so, Right, space, right. Yes. Exactly. Okay, so adding all that together makes me like Kurt in these movies. I really like him. Him giving up his crew and dying, just like his dad did, but of course, the doctor bringing him back was a great thing. Now, the one thing I didn't like was when he manipulated the Kobayashi Maru. The Kobayashi Maru. To me, it made him look like a dick. Yeah, but uh, William Shatner did that. He did? He reprogrammed the simulation for making him easy to win. Okay, see, I didn't realize yes. that. But still, I think it should have been different. I think they should have written it so that he didn't reprogram it. He come up with some genius idea on how to to actually win the war by being more, more attack savvy or something. Well, and that's what I was getting at is that they should make their own movie. And not mm. copy what has already been done. And that's what I've been I saying you. through this whole okay. couple podcasts. Right. If you're going to make a Star Trek movie, mm -hmm. don't try to reboot what has already been set in stone or canon, if people call right. it. Come up with something else. Right. No, Captain Kirk in Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan, and there's a great book called The Kobayashi Maru, if you ever find it. It's it's all about... I'll check it out, yeah. It's all about all the crew taking the, the, the no-win scenario test. Right. So, in Star Trek II, Kirk briefly talks about he doesn't believe in the no-win situation right right there is no such thing and i'm the same way there's always an option it might not be the option that you want 
It may not be you wanting to wear a damn face mask the rest of your life to live because you don't want some sort of space disease to get on you. But there's always options. Right. There's always possibilities. Spock said that in Star Trek 3. I'm sorry, it was Star Trek 2. I get those two mixed up sometimes. Yeah. But come up with your own original idea. Kirk okay. already had said, I cheated. How did you cheat? I reprogrammed the simulation so there was a way to win. Because, again, another skew, Spock designed the Kobayashi right. Maru. He did not originally. It was a Starfleet situation, so they just tried to bridge right. something that was cool in the old Star Treks to link it so mm. that us old farts that like Star Trek would get it. Oh, yeah, I remember when Kirk... When Kirk wait a minute, i got to put my hat on. Hold on. <laughs> I remember when Captain Kirk reprogrammed the, the Kobayashi Maru, or the Rocky Maru, as some people call it. And he won. He well, cheated, and that's what um, and that's what J.J. Um, Abrams Kirk did. And I understand they why too, they they made it too. He, he they made him too cocky sitting there eating the apple. He's like, is he not taking the simulation serious? Right. Yeah. And you're going to do it again. You just failed at it. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But I liked the aspect that they used him and Spock to to make their relationship worse. Yes, because. Um, and that's another thing I did not like about the Star Thank you for bringing up other things I don't like about the J.J. Abrams Star yeah. Trek. It was Bones and Spock that didn't get along. Kirk and Spock got along. Because Kirk, William Shatner Kirk, old right. Kirk, understood Spock. Yeah. And Spock was very loyal. Yeah, but they bring old Spock in to explain to him, hey, eventually y'all are going to be good friends yes. and you're going to respect because him. Because original Spock, original Coke, original Spock realizes the timeline's been effed. And he's trying to fix it. <laughs> Boy, there's a no-win situation when it comes to Star Trek. Not and beyond. Edwards. No, because they suck. <laughs> Randy, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, people that watch this and all that stuff. I do not like the reboot. You know, and there's a lot of movies that have been rebooted. The new Ghostbusters movie, I'm scared to death of. Have you ever watched it? The new one? Yeah. No, they haven't come out yet. Oh, the I one was with talking the about the one with the ladies. <clears throat> Oh, that one, that doesn't exist in my oh, world. Oh, God, it's terrible. Um, I know it is. I I, gave, I watched it once, and, and I gave it to a guy I passed on the street. I said, hey, you ever seen the new Ghostbusters movie? I just happened to have it in my back pocket. Why? I don't know. Take it. Go. Leave original stuff original. It doesn't matter if it's Star Trek, Ghostbusters, mm. Gone with the Wind, um, whatever. Leave it. Yeah. Come up with your own ideas or continue on. The whole Kobayashi Maru thing that we were talking about, it, that's that's another hook where the no-win scenario and all that. But that goes back to the first Star Trek um, reboot. So, beyond, like I said, it was my favorite of the three. And like I said earlier, favorite is a very loose statement. But uh, I enjoyed it the most out of all of them. What did you think? Dude, I'm I I loved it. I they had like you a motorcycle, right? They did. <laughs> I just I felt like I learned so much. Now after talking to you, maybe I might not have learned outside of the Kelvin timeline. Right. But I learned a lot about the Kelvin timeline in those movies. I taught you what the Kelvin timeline right. is. That's so why that's, I asked because yeah, I was a little. Uh, when I go look on Wiki to watch them in order, they come right after the Next Generation movies. Right. So, but 
it doesn't go on to explain that they could be an alternate timeline. Timeline, right? Yes. Or, okay. or universe, right? And it's great being outside. I love it. This. Is I love oh, this. Yeah. It feels good. Fantastic. Um, all right. So to wrap it up, talking about the uh, reboot movies, mm -hmm. um, I absolutely would go the rest of my life without watching another one. Okay. All right. And I will probably watch them multiple times. And that's fine. And that and that's you. You know. Yeah. But if I could, uh, if I could uh, honestly uh, create a time machine, and before I would fix things that need to be fixed in my own personal life and my friends' lives, I would go back and stop um, Star Trek Into Darkness from ever being thought of or made. That'd be my first thing. Right. I'd just find that guy that came up with that idea and just grab him up by his little tie and and um, little dress shirt, just. Mm -hmm. Well, just for the record, I could be wrong, but I want to say J.J. Abrams did not... He did direct that, but he did not write that. No. But he was a part of writing one and three. J.J. Abrams did great with the Star Wars because he didn't go back in time to change things. He right. kept on with the main storyline. Right. And J.J. Abrams, and you can look this up yourself on the internet, um, he's a huge Star Wars fan. Right. He used Star Trek as a... Hey, look at me! I can do a science fiction movie. You know. Yep, I got you. Think about what else J.J. Abrams has done in his movies over the years. Cloverfield. Oh. Eh. Come on. Nasty. Come on. Stupid movie. Oh, really? Yeah. He created an American monster that rivals Godzilla. He was not American. He was from outer space. Yeah, but it's an American monster movie that they film like the Blair Witch Project. <laughs> <laughs> and you never got to see the freaking monster. You just got to see the fleas or whatever it had. Clover know? was his name, Sean. Get it right. Clover, whatever. Anyway, J.J. <laughs> Abrams. Close up on me on this. I will. J.J. Abrams. Bad. Bad. Roll newspaper up. <laughs> Spray with water. <laughs> Don't do anything Star Trek anymore. For God's sakes, please. You <laughs> suck at it. All right? Suck at it. Okay, now back to the regular scheduled program. <laughs>